0: Welcome to the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly, featuring the authorities on sports in the HHC, Justin Soklin from the HHCSports.com, and Matt Dennison from Hoosier Hills Hoops. This is your weekly update on the eight schools and the conference. And now, here's Justin and Matt with this week's news and highlights from around the league. Welcome in, episode eight of the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly Podcast, Matt Dennison and Justin Soklin. Here with you as we are every Sunday night. We appreciate uh, tuning in here on our respective websites and glad you're with us. Football season continues to roll along. Some great games within conference play here of late, and Justin Soklin is going to give you the full rundown, starting with the big rivalry game this weekend between New Albany and Jeffersonville.
1: Yeah, Matt, the uh, New Albany and Jeffersonville rivalry it has been a very good one over the years, and this week was no exception. One of the better games that I've seen in quite some time, and New Albany won the game 33-26, to and one play basically separated the victor from the vanquish in, in the uh, renewal of the rivalry. Cameron Mason recovered teammate Defonte McClain's fumble in the end zone with 105 left in the third quarter. And New Albany's defense made that winning the score stand up as the Bulldogs, who went 5-2 and two in overall and 4-1 and in the league, survived a physical battle with the Red Devils at Burke Field. McLean picked off a tipped pass at the 40 and raced down the right sideline. And just steps from the goal line, he was caught from behind by a Jeffersonville pursuer, who stripped the ball loose from behind. But Mason, who was trailing the play, pounced on a loose ball for the go-ahead touchdown. And even though Jeffersonville lost and went to 4-3 and three with a three-game losing streak and fell to 3-2 in the league, they might have had a star born during the night. Cameron Northern, a freshman quarterback, came off the bench to complete 21 of 39 passes for 297 yards and four touchdowns, as the Devils rallied from a 23-7 deficit. But the pick pick six swung momentum, and his last pass was intercepted in the end zone as time expired. The Bulldogs also had key plays from other suspects than they usually have. Twan Payton, the uh, state's leading rusher, was limited to 77 yards and one touchdown. The quarterback, Zach Donan, was 12 of 21 passing. Ravon Wright caught six for a 121 yards and Vincent Falcone boomed a pair of 44-yard field goals. Quite an impressive performance by him. New Albany threatened to banish the Devils to purgatory right away. Donovan's one-yard quarterback sneak and Falcone's first field goal gave the Bulldogs a 10-0 lead. Northern made an immediate impact with his entrance. His first throw was a bomb and a beauty, a 69-yard strike to Isaiah Blanton at drew Joseph to 10-7. But New Albany answered that quick strike with one of its own as Wright caught a sideline pass split between two Jeffs' secondary defenders and won a 61-yard footweight race to the end zone for a 16-7 lead. Jeffs' next possession ended with a critical mistake. On fourth down, Jeff punter, Dalton Atkins, had to kneel down to field a low snap, and Atkins was ruled down at the 10 with his knee down. And Payton scored three plays later for a 23-7 lead with 536 left in the half. The Devils, who were on the verge of a burial, finally found some life. They hammered out a 13-play drive and converted two fourth downs on the way. The last conversion was a 27-yard scoring strike from Northern to Chris Campbell, who popped over on a crossing route and slashed the end zone with 157 left in the half. And rather than sit on that momentum score, the Devils went for more and they got it. They recovered an onside kick, and three plays later, Northern connected with Campbell once again. Campbell made a beautiful over-the-shoulder catch in the right corner of the end zone for 27 yards, and that drew Jefferson 23-20 at the half. Jeffersonville took the lead with 456 left in the third quarter. Northern hit four passes during a 10-play drive, the last 25-yard screen pass to Austin Hines for a 26-23 lead. New Albany drew even with Falcone's second long-range kick at 2:32, and that set the stage for the game-breaking interception later on in the third quarter. This week, New Albany will visit Seymour. The Bulldogs will be looking for revenge for last year's 22-20 loss to the Owls. In fact, New Albany has lost three of the last four against Seymour, although that trend might change this week. And Jeffersonville will have a... An enviable task when they host Columbus East this week. And we'll talk more about that game in a moment.
0: At Madison, Columbus East continued their winning ways 41 7 over the Cubs. Madison hung tough with the number one team in Class 4A, holding East to its lowest scoring total of the season. Madison even held a brief lead, the first time in 14 years the Cubs were able to accomplish that against the Olympians. East now a perfect 7 0 overall, 5 0 in the Hoosier Hills Conference. Shot itself in the foot on the opening drive by committing three straight penalties to be forced to a punt. That opened the door for the inspired Cubs. Madison now 2-5 and 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 0-5 in the HHC. Put together one of its best drives of the season. Quarterback Cody Bales capped it with a 21-yard keeper around the left side and scampered into the end zone untouched. East awoke in a hurry. Stephen clearly nearly broke the ensuing kickoff for a touchdown but stumbled after racing 74 yards down the Madison sideline. One play later, East junior Markel Jones scored from 22 yards out to tie the score to 7-all. It was the beginning of a big night for Jones, who's also had a great season so far. He scored all six of East's touchdowns and finished with 194 yards on 15 carries. Jones' second touchdown, a 20-yarder a few minutes later, gave the Olympians the lead for good. Jones added scoring runs of 15, 15, and 34 yards in the second quarter to boost East' lead to 34-7 at halftime. Just three plays into the second half, he scored a final touchdown from 52 yards out. East quarterback Alex Cowan finished with 121 yards and seven carries. As a team, East had 381 yards on the ground. Mitchell Sandlin broke the 100-yard mark for the sixth time this season in seven games, getting 102 yards and 27 carries to lead Madison. The loss was Madison's fifth straight after a great start to the 2013 season. East now has won 47 straight Hoosier Hills Conference games. This week, Madison will visit Bedford-North Lawrence. The Stars haven't lost to the Cubs since a 33-31 double overtime defeat in 1998. BNL won last year's game 27-7. East will go on the road to Jeffersonville, as Just, Justin mentioned earlier. They've won nine straight against the Red Devils and 12 of the last 13, including last year's 41-6 win in a driving rainstorm. At least two teams will be rooting for the Devils, Floyd Central and New Albany are both four and one in the league and need a Jeff Wynn to have a shot at sharing the Hoosier Hills Conference football championship.
1: Well, Matt, Floyd Central set itself up for that uh, shot at a title with a sixty nine to seven brashing of Bedford North Lawrence at home last week. It was the same old song and dance to the Stars and the Highlanders as Floyd Central crushed them. Floyd Central totaled five hundred and forty yards rushing with Gage Smith leading the Highlanders with 138 yards and four touchdowns, and while Gabriel Kennedy added a pair of touchdowns. The Stars, who fell to 1-6 overall and 1-4 in, in the HAC, continued their defensive woes as they gave up 663 total yards. The Highlanders improved to 5-2 overall and 4-1 and one in the league, and they did whatever they wanted. They controlled the game from the beginning, as Clingsmith scored from 43 yards out to start the scoring. The second series was the same as the first, as Smith ran five straight times and eventually scored from seven. Then after being forced to punt, the uh, and staff sailed over the punter's head, and Logan McCullough had to kick the ball out of the end zone uh, for safety. And it was more the same when Floyd got the ball back, as Smith ran from, 43, from 34 yards for a 22-0 lead. After another Smith touchdown, the Stars to put together their best drive of the game, as Braden Tidd, who was uh, 10 of 24 passing for 145 yards, they found some open receivers and that led to a Matt Scheffler touchdown from 5 yards out but that was only a very small piece of momentum for the Stars and it quickly vanished as Kennedy took the next play from scrimmage 68 yards for a score and the Highlanders proceeded to route BNL. The Stars ran for only 33 yards on 28 carries. This week BNL will host Madison as we said before and Floyd Central will host Jennings County. The Highlanders have beaten the Panthers 12 straight times including last year's 12 to 8. Victory.
0: Well, in North Vernon, Jennings County 49-3 over Seymour. The Panthers might have taken over the unofficial title as the most improved team in the conference as they recorded their third straight victory. Jennings County exploded for five touchdowns in the second quarter. The win pushed Jennings County's overall record to 3-4 and, and a surprising 3-2 record in the Hoosier Hills Conference. Preston Telto had 173 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Connor Byram threw a touchdown pass. Nick Nixon returned a punt for a score, and JT Gillum returned a fumble for a touchdown. The Owls, meanwhile, fa- meanwhile fell to 0-7 overall, 0-5 in the conference. Seymour's defensive woes continued as the Owls are now giving up 59.6 points per game. This week, Seymour will host New Albany. The Bulldogs will be there for a game, and while Jennings County, they will visit Floyd Central. Justin told you about that a little earlier. Don't forget, the IHSA will conduct The draw for the state tournaments on Sunday night, October 13th. And, of course, right here next Sunday night on the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly Podcast, we'll bring you all the pairings for the Hoosier Hills Conference teams. Our Athlete of the Week, every week we pick one from the Hoosier Hills Conference for an outstanding performance. We've been football, for the most part, since the inception of this program to begin the football season. And this week, Justin and I move into girls' golf as, the of course, state finals going on or went on this past weekend Madison golfer Amanda Detmer carded rounds of 76 and 73 to finish eighth in the state finals as an individual. She's this week's the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly Podcast Athlete of the Week. So congratulations to Amanda and the Madison team on a great season. Other sports, of course, the girls' golf. Just mentioned that very in the high tune as the state finals were played this weekend. And Justin will give you a report on some of the other sports in the conference.
1: Okay, Matt, we will start with the girls' golf state finals. Floyd Central, Madison, and Seymour's Paxton DeHaven all competed in the state finals at the Legends of Indiana on Friday and Saturday. Floyd Central was 11th in the team standings with a two-day total of 684 with uh, rounds of 343 and 341. Eliza Hudson paced the Highlanders with two rounds of 81. Madison was 12th as a team with Amanda Detmer leading the way, as we mentioned during the Athlete of the Week. They even finished tied for 19th as an individual with rounds of 78 and 76. Carmel won the team title by a whopping 27 shots. So congratulations to the girls' golf state finals participants. In volleyball, the HCC tournament was Saturday at Jeffersonville, and the league is really strong in volleyball. It includes ranked teams in Class 4A: number six Seymour, number seven Floyd Central, number ten Columbus East, and number 13 BNL, plus number three, number number 16 in Class 3A Madison. Floyd Central won the title, beating Seymour in the final with scores of 25 to 19 and 25 to 20. Floyd Central got there with the semifinal win over Jennings County, 25-10 and 25-23, while Seymour beat BNL 25-16 and 25-16 in the other semifinal. In the third-place match, BNL beat Jennings County, 25 to 14 and 25 to 16. So a very competitive Blue Hills Conference tournament in volleyball. In the boys tennis, the regional is set for Tuesday at Floyd Central. Silver Creek will face Jeffersonville, and Floyd Central will meet New Albany in the semifinals at 5 o'clock. And those winners will clash in the final on Wednesday at 5 p.m. at Floyd Central. So uh, look forward to a really good tournament there at Floyd Central in tennis. In cross-country, the A.C.C. meets were held Saturday at Madison. and In the girls' race, Floyd Central was very dominant. They won the title with a team score of 19, while New Albany was a distant second with 68. And Floyd Central had six of the top seven finishers in the race. Lydia Kotowski was the overall champion from Floyd. She crossed the line first in 19 minutes, 43.4 seconds. New Albany's Rose Koforski was second, 20 minutes, 30.5 seconds. And then the next five were all Highlanders, so they did an outstanding job. In the boys' race, Floyd Central also won that, although it was a lot tighter. The Highlanders won the title with 48 points. Seymour was second was 58, and of the top individuals, Jennings County's Jonah Woods was the overall winner. He crossed first in 16 minutes, 38.6 seconds. Seymour's Jack Cremolian was second in 17:05.1, and Floyd Central's Luke Uhl was third in 17:10.7. So, congratulations to all the runners in the HAC. And the finally, the soccer sectional pairings. Uh, we are having the sectionals kick off this week, and Class 2A boys at Floyd Central. Corden will face Jeffersonville on Monday in Game 1, while New Albany will play Floyd Central on Wednesday in Game 2. At Columbus, East and North will battle in the opening game on Monday, while Seymour will face Charlestown on Wednesday. At Bloomington, B&L will face New and North in the first round on Tuesday. and At Madison, the Cubs will tackle with East-Central in the first game on Monday, while Jennings County drew a bye and will await the winner of the Madison-East-Central game on Wednesday. In the Class 2A girls at Floyd Central, New Albany will play Floyd Central in the first round on Tuesday. Well, Jeffersonville drew a bye into a semifinal matchup with Silver Creek on Thursday. At B&L, the Stars will face Bloomington South in the first round on Monday. At Columbus, East will meet Scottsburg on Thursday. Well, Seymour drew a bye and will await the Charlestown-Columbus North winner on Thursday. And at Batesville, Madison and Genius County will square off in the semifinal on Thursday. And all those sectional finals will take place later in the week. So good luck to all the soccer teams as the 20th annual state tournament gets underway this week.
0: Definitely a busy time in high school sports and in the Hoosier Hills Conference. We appreciate you tuning in to listen to Justin and I, the Hoosier Hills Conference weekly podcast. That'll wrap it up for Episode 8, back next Sunday with much more. You've been listening to the Hoosier Hills Conference weekly. Join Justin Soklin and Matt Dennison again next week with the best coverage of HHC sports. Throughout the week, visit www.thehhcsports.com. And www.hoosierhillshoops.com for the latest updates.